This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. These guys are ridiculous. These guys are ridiculous. We are back with another episode of From the Raptors. Sam and I are here recording on Thursday, May 26th, the day after. The Celtics took a 3-2 lead in the Eastern Conference Finals. One win away from their first Finals berth since 2010. Five wins away from their first title win since 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying they're going to win the title. I'm just stating the facts. That's how many wins are there. I'm not trying to anger the basketball gods or anything. But uh, we'll, we'll just start with Game 5. Pretty good response in the second half after a very down first half. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, if you really enjoy Jack and I, uh, we did a halftime stream yesterday, and we probably will continue to do so going forward. It was, I think we put out some good content in that stream. I thought it was a pretty good stream. Good At least I was fired up because I was so aggra- aggravated uh, that the Celtics were doing that thing where they were clearly the better team and had the opportunity to pull away, but they were losing at halftime because they gave up a bunch of offensive rebounds and turned the ball over a bunch. And I came in halftime Shocker. and complained a lot, and you complained a lot, but you complained about different things than I did. And they came out in the second half and kind of fixed everything we were all complaining about, which was offensive rebounds, turnovers. You were complaining about shot making, and yep. you got everything you could have asked for in the second half, which is great. You you won a game that was not looking good on the road, a pivotal game five. Uh, mind you, what happened with the Milwaukee Bucks last series, so don't get on your high horse too much. Yep. But you need to treat the next game, Game 6, like it's a Game 7 and continue to do things you did well in Game 6, which is play defense. Uh, they had some excellent rotations throughout the game. They played really good, and also Miami has shot really poorly the last two games, not just yesterday. They shot really bad in Game 4, too. Um, there's rumblings their guys are hurt which is fine like i mean everybody's Possible. hurt everybody's yeah. hurt right now i'm sorry like everyone's hurt i mean they said i a respect them the for bro- going out there and playing yeah they said a tyloo quote on the broadcast last night and it was essentially yep. everyone's hurt and everyone's playing that's how it is like that's the playoffs that's what it's going to be eric spolster talked about it after the game he said you know <laughs> we're not gonna make any excuses boston beat us there's no injuries like that we're going to use as reasons we lost Boston beat us. That is it. Let's be clear about that. And, you know, respect to him. It is what it is. Um, happy for the Celtics. They played well. They, they did everything they needed to do in the second half. Derek white. I mean, I'll keep saying it. He's phenomenal. Again, he, he was even better. I would argue yes. uh, in game five than he was in game four. And he was good in game four, but I want to start with the guy that I've shit talked more than a lot of people in the past few days. Um, Jalen Brown. One of the most miraculous turnarounds we've seen. I, I mean, it, it was incredible. He was a completely different player. It's not a miracle that he all of a sudden it was, remembered how it to was play a basketball. Completely, <laughs> completely different player in the second half. And I wrote about it today, and yep. I compared it to the Celtics in yep. this season. I've seen that, that is what Jalen Brown did. The Celtics went from a 500 team struggling to get into the play-in 
And then in the second half of the season, they're now fighting for the NBA Finals. Jalen Brown went from shooting two for seven from the field and turning the ball over four times of Boston's, excuse me, 10 first half turnovers, not being able to dribble to the best player on the court. It was amazing to see him do that. At the same time, I saw a lot of people on Twitter, specifically in Keith Smith's mentions, and I got some comments as well saying like, why don't you wait till the end? But you look like an idiot now. And it's like, no, because if a player's playing poorly, you're allowed to point it out. That's the mm. point. Like this isn't just because he played well in the second half doesn't mean he didn't play poorly in the first half. It doesn't completely take away from the horrendous. Like that, that argument doesn't make sense to me. I'll give him credit. You know, I'll say it like, obviously he played, he was the reason the Celtics won the game. He was amazing in that second half. You can't say enough good things about Jalen Brown in the second half. No turnovers, which is amazing. It's just awesome as well. But to say you were wrong about Jalen Brown is incorrect because he was awful in the first half. He just happened to be amazing in the second. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I really don't think you can be wrong about somebody if you're like saying what's happening right in front of you. You know, like you can't you can't be wrong about him turning the ball over when he's turning the ball over. Good for Jalen Brown. He got it together in the second half. And specifically, there was a step back or a pullback jumper he hit on a drive over Vincent and Butler. And you could just tell that play gave him his confidence back. And after the game, even though Yudoka was asked about like what he said to Jalen, because Jalen was really playing poorly. And he was like, I told him this has been going on for five games. It's enough. It's enough. <laughs> Which is true. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. But it, you said Jalen Brown won in the game. and. I kind of disagree. I think Horford was the driving force yesterday. But it was absolutely a team effort. But I, Horford kind of lit the flame. He came out in the third quarter uh, and really pushed the issue. He came out, scores the first bucket of the half on a lob, uh, makes a nice coast-to-coast move for an and one, I think. Has a couple of yep, nice that plays. Was huge. He just, he's been engaged these last two games. And I don't know if we want to jump into it now because we barely talked about anything. We're only six minutes in, but and it's, it's a little uh, too early to be talking about it because yeah, they still have another game Run to it. play. Run it. But they are giving out an award for this series. They are. Called the Larry Bird Award, for those of you who don't know. And it's the Eastern look Conference up the stats Finals MVP, which is new this year, the 75th year. They've decided to scrap it- all the good-looking trophies for the uh, season awards. Yeah, they all right? get these That's stupid like snow globes, which I was very disappointed in. And the Western Conference Award is called the Magic Johnson Award. Just conference it, finals MVPs. That's what I was going to ask. Is it conference finals or is it Eastern Conference playoffs? No, I, it's the conference finals, I believe. Okay. You can okay. double check, but I'm pretty sure that's what it I is. I was confused at what the award was. It's for this series. But the cool part is... um. I mean, I'd imagine Larry Bird will be there. It is. To present, it is finals. Yeah. To present the award, which that dude never shows up. I mean, that's just that's just how he is. Like, he's not. Is he like, do a video call? <laughs> he, well, he just, like, never is really out and about, which is just how he's been. It's no, not, I know. I was joking. I said he's not going to be there. He's going to yeah. do a video call or some that'd shit. That would be instead. brutal. But people that are going to be pumped for him to be there. So they better take care of business on Friday. But mm-hmm. really what I'm trying to speak about, you know, I'm just vomiting all these words, is, you know, Horford might be the conference finals MVP. He could be. He could He's be. had it some monster on, games. Yes. It, I think it depends on how voters vote. Because if you're voting by the stats, you know, as much as it's going to make me eat my words, it's Jalen Brown. 
Jalen Brown has been the Eastern Conference Finals MVP based on the stats alone. If you're not watching the game and you're looking at the stats, Jalen Brown has averaged 25 points, shooting 48% from the field, 44% from three, taking the most shots, the most threes, uh, averaging 7.6 rebounds, two assists. If uh, he wasn't turning the ball over, he'd be fire. He'd be, you'd be like, this dude has taken a leap. Exactly. Exactly my point. I mean, Jason Tatum is shooting poorly from three, so he probably won't get that nod. Uh, he's also turning the ball over five times a game, which is wow. <laughs> but um, Al Horford's up there as well. I think Derek White has a sneaky chance. Mm-hmm. Um, as crazy as that is to say, but because of the the visual impact, like what you're seeing, uh, Al Horford's averaging 13, 9, and almost 4, 3.5, um, and 2.5 and blocks, so that'll give him a good chance as well. Marcus Smart, I mean, it'll really be a toss-up. Like I said, I'm curious to see how – they vote for the awards. Like, is it just going to be stat based? Or they, you never know if the Celtics close it out in six and Jason Tatum drops 50, they'll probably give it to him. But I don't know how it's going to be voted for because it is a new award. But if you had to pick, who would you give it to? That's a tough question because I think you can point to the top guys, right? Like, I I heard on the radio today on Toucher and Rich they have like uh, Joe Murray on who has done our show mm-hmm. before. Shout out to him. Um, mm-hmm. He they always like talk about betting and so they were talking about the odds for this award and Tatum is like the favorite minus two something, which makes sense. And I think but... Brown was next, but like Horford, Rob Williams, and Derek White are all like super like high odds. Like it's like plus six thousand for Horford or something like that. So if, if you're a better, I would bet with Horford or or maybe Rob Williams. The argument for Rob Williams is like, hey, when he plays, like they just dominate. I think the only issue with those latter three guys is they've all missed time in the series. They, they've missed the only... time and also the stats aren't like super dominant. It's exactly. just like Rob Williams, more specifically than any of them, has just had a dominating effect on these games that he's played in. Yes. I mean, even yesterday, more. what did he have, like six points or something? But he blocked two perimeter shots, two corner threes. Yeah. And like, AJ Tucker is nothing. He's a big <laughs> part of that rotating defense. There were some plays where guys were getting beat, and he started when the shooter caught the ball on the block and got out to the three-point line and blocked the shot on Tucker and Vincent. Yeah, he could have saved I mean, them six points there, probably momentum plays. Like It was a close game in that third quarter for a while. He's got PJ Tucker in jail. PJ Bam, Tucker's he's not allowed in, to shoot corners. Bam's a head case with with Robin there. Bam is. Did you hear what they were doing? I saw this on Twitter. Whenever Bam caught the ball, the crowd was yelling at him to shoot. I told you they before were. The they series, just seemed like they were really into it. Like they were like, "All right, like we really like Bam. We saw he had thirty points in Game Three, mm-hmm. and we all realized that in the bubble he dominated that series. So for Miami to be competitive, he has to be good." So I told like you before to the series him. and throughout the season, there has been a call from Heat fans for Bam to take more shots. And yes, he, he just kind of doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Like he he just doesn't he's not as aggressive as people want him to be, which is a huge and you're seeing that firsthand right now. Like in the second half, the, the latter portion of that game, he took over, right? He was getting some of those looks, but at that point it didn't matter because the Celtics are already up by so much. I, I was listening to Kenny. Straight. Yeah, I was listening to Kenny uh shout out KOT4Q. He was talking about it, and he's like, Bam is that guy you know who everyone around him knows how good he can be except for him. Like, he just won't he, – he just won't, like, be aggressive enough to be the top option. You saw that. And on top of that, man, 
everybody else in that rotation looked rough. Jimmy Butler Good. couldn't make anything. Kyle Good. Lowry is obviously hurt. Victor Oladipo came down from the high Good. in game four. <laughs> like, it, it's it's shambles for Miami right now. And I'm not going to say they can't come back and win the series because you don't want to, you, you know, curse like anything. And they're obviously the number one seed for a reason. So when they play their best basketball, they're a good team. But right now, they're clearly not playing their best basketball. And the Celtics are causing that. But at the same time, like, I'm not saying the Celt like I don't want it to come across as me saying, "Oh, Miami's only losing because they're injured." No, the Celtics are beating their ass. And Doesn't that's seem the point. like you're saying that. But Miami's injured; they're not playing their best basketball. I saw this on Twitter. I forget who said it. If you come out and punch them in the mouth in Game Six, they're going to start thinking about Cabo and and Cancun and mm-hmm. and everything else they're going afterwards. They might already so, be thinking yeah. about it. To be honest, with you. exactly. The only downfall is like they basically already have that weather, like where they play. So they might be thinking about like uh, Europe or something. They might get creative. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad. You're right. My fault. My you know, fault. Like, I thought of that. <laughs> it doesn't mean it might Paris. not really feel like a vacation. Yeah, maybe they're going to Paris. 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 You know, Jimmy's the, a big uh, the Alps. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. As far as um, you know, Miami playing down or not playing as well is uh, it's payback for the bubble because you had a bunch of guys play way better than they should have, and now you have a bunch of guys playing not as good as they should, or at least that's a consensus. And to me, it feels more level. Like it's like okay, this is like kind of how they should be playing. After game one, I was like, now I think Jimmy Butler's hurt, so take this with a grain grain of salt. But I came out and I was like, I don't really think he should be doing that. <laughs> I'm sorry, like he can score a lot of points, but he shouldn't be that efficient. And he hasn't been. He hasn't. Even in game two, After he scored like a good games. amount of points. But he still wasn't like super duper efficient. It wasn't in game two, like game one. He was still pretty good. But it wasn't like. I think he know, shot like 50, 50 something percent in game two. Yeah, that's fine. But he was like 65 in game one. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was ridiculous. Yes. And he made some dumb shots like where it was momentum stopping shots. Now. Like they fall away over Tatum. Ridiculous. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Heat have not won a game this series where Al and Rob both play, right? That is true. I mean, and when the Celtics have won, it hasn't really been close, right? Like you you saw, and my prediction for the first quarter and first half yesterday during pregame was correct. I said the Heat were going to win the first quarter because they were going to come to play after a loss. And then I said the Celtics were going to bounce back. I said it was going to be the closest game in the series so far because the Celtics knew they had to come to play after a win and Miami was going to be frustrated after a loss. That happened. But then in the second half, whether it was Miami lost their legs, Boston stopped making mistakes, which they did, uh, and Boston hit shots Miami didn't. Like The Celtics took off and showed you why they are, dare I say, the better team in the series. They they have been the better team in this series. They, They've dominated this series. Yes, yes. It's, so. it's laughable that this series is still going on. Not laughable, but it's like kind of uh, annoying, to be honest. I'll, with I'll you. put it this way: I'll back your argument. Both of us probably would have sat here and said Celtics in six or seven before the I series. Did say six. But w- with the way the games have been going and this, the way the Celtics have played and collapsed at moments, they should have finished it off already. They should have been done already. It's, I mean, listen. I think they're going to play in Game Six and come to play. It's that. I mean, it's not a cheap ticket to go tomorrow, but if you can go, enjoy it because it's going to be. Have some you seen atmosphere. the ones for the finals? They're already selling finals. Listen, tickets, dude. so listen, if you want to go to the finals, Jeez. do not panic looking at the prices because you have to understand those tickets have not been released to the public yet. So the only people selling finals tickets are season ticket holders. True. The, the Celtics have not had a NBA finals sale yet on their website. Okay. 
Smart. By the way, okay. I think I may try and go just because I don't know if you'll ever. Get I was to looking see at it now. too. Yeah, yeah, if they get there, you got to take advantage of the opportunity. Yes. I would agree with you. So but, I might try to hit one. Uh, to to backtrack a bit, I think Miami just seems cooked, not mentally, because those guys are tough. Jimmy Butler's tough. You saw in the bubble though. what he did. Those dudes are cooked physically. Lowry cooked. Struess is cooked. They're going at him on defense, and he's exhausted. He's a little injured. Like that backcourt scored what? How many points in two games? They made one field goal over two games, I think. Yeah, Struess got yeah, some free throws yesterday. But they've been like historically bad. If I if I'm yeah. Miami, I might sit Lowry and just see if you get lucky. I mean, as rough as this is to say, outside of that first quarter uh, in Game Three when Lowry came back, Gabe Vincent's been better. Is that crazy of me to say? No, like, it's not crazy. And it's that's true. not a knock on Lowry. That's a knock on his injury. Like, I just don't think Lowry he's, wasn't he's, even good in game three, Jack. He just, he blended in the first in quarter. Miami I just won. said, I just said in the first quarter when he came out and he was feeding Bam and like getting the offense going, that's the only time we saw good Lowry. And then once it started to wear on him, it was, it was kind of done. I mean, this, this series yeah. should be over. They, they pissed away game three. They really kind of did the same for game one. Game one, probably more than game three, just because that third quarter was so horrific. They should have partly because one. of Miami, but also like they were just like so at they, they didn't care. Mm-hmm. It was like mind boggling to watch. Like you're in the conference finals, you're literally handing the ball to Jimmy Butler and saying, go dunk it. My thing is, this should have been a five game series because I give Miami game three, like the Celtics didn't come out right, but they earned that win. They went ahead that much. Yes. Mm. Game one, you fed them the ball in the third quarter. Like not saying Miami didn't deserve to win that one as well, but the Celtics should have won. There's a difference between deserving and should like, cause the Celtics, if they had just as Greeny says on Twitter all the time, if you literally just don't play like the worst team in basketball for 12 minutes, then you win the game. So I tweeted after game three, I said, if the Celtics weren't the absolute worst, they'd be up three zero. Yes. All they have to do is not be the absolute worst. And it's proven true. Look at that. I mean, they were pretty bad in game five. They weren't the absolute worst. And they won by a lot. Yep. By 13, I think it was. By 13, and it was 23 in the fourth. Mm -hmm. It was another one of those. They won by more than what the final Mm -hmm. score was. Like, I'm sorry. Game four was a 20-point victory. That was not a 20-point victory. That was 30. That was a 30-piece. Game was over in the second quarter. Yep. Do that again, please. Please. I, I think all the people I, complaining that these games aren't close on Twitter. Your team's not involved, so go kick rocks. Well, that's why they're complaining. <laughs> Dude, do what I do when my team's not involved. I just go screw. I go do something else. Well, some I don't complain like the that the games aren't good. I say enjoy it. I pay attention. I go on Twitter. I see who's winning the games. So I'm mean, not a real fan of the game. Nah, I mean, I am, but like, I, I don't care when the Celtics aren't. Say, Yes. And if well, I don't have a grudge against other teams that are left, I really don't care. Okay. Yes, I understand. It, it, I will say, though, it, this these finals, from the outside perspective, they are not incorrect. They've been bonds. <laughs> these Eastern Conference and Western Conference. Cry and, about it. Tell your team like to you be said, better. Like you said, tell I don't care. Tell your team to be better and tell them to get there. Then you don't have to complain. <laughs> oh, brutal. Brutal. Uh, game five. In, sorry, game six in the garden mm-hmm. on... Friday night. What do the Celtics need to do? Is it as simple as come out, punch them in the mouth, you know, make sure you do what you did in game four. Is it like, wh- what's your main key? If you had to give the Celtics one piece and they have number to one key, to try. It, it, okay. Number one key is try. 
You know why you were down a half in game five? Because you didn't try. You gave a bunch of offensive rebounds. You turned the ball over a bunch of times. Control what you can control. It's as simple as that. Even if you're not making shots, if you're playing good defense, you don't have to play a perfect game on the other end. If you're not playing defense and you're letting Miami get scores every time they come down the floor, then the pressure builds and you have to start being perfect. That's when you start to panic, and that's when things get out of hand. If you just do what you can control, that doesn't happen. Look at the second half of game uh, five. I mean, they didn't shoot an astronomical percentage from the field. They just stopped turning the ball over, and they kind of stopped giving up offensive rebounds. They gave up a couple. But it was not as bad, and especially when they really mounted the run and took control of the game. They weren't doing that. That wasn't happening. Celtics gave up in the first half. They gave up nine. They actually gave up more offensive rebounds in the second half than the first half, which is crazy. How many did they give up in the fourth, though? uh, Sorry, let me look. In the fourth quarter, they gave up. Six. They gave up six, so they gave up five in the third. Now, what's how many offensive rebounds did the Celtics pull down in both halves? Because the whole game in the first, you mean? Well, no, because they gave up nine in the first half, they gave up 11 in the second half, but 10 in the second half, they gave up 10, yeah, 10 in the second half. So, how many did they did they get themselves in the game? Six Celtics only had six total, Mm -hmm. they must have all been in the second half. Four in the second half, two in the first. Yeah, so you the difference the storm. is the difference is in the first half, Miami scored twelve points on those offensive rebounds on the nine. They scored two points on those ten offensive rebounds in the second because the Celtics played good defense. Still in the first half, they would give up an offensive rebound and they just look around and then get an easy layup. As much as they were still giving up some of those offensive rebounds, because the Celtics are longer than the Heat. But Robert Williams is going to help on the drive with Al Horford, which leaves three wings getting rebounds. I'm not trying to make an excuse. I'm just trying to explain why I think they give up so many. But they stayed engaged even when the Heat got those offensive rebounds. They shot two for nine on second chance opportunities uh, in the second half of that game, which was a massive improvement from the first half, which I don't I don't have the numbers off the top of my head. But even if the Heat are getting 10 second chance opportunities or, or nine shots off of second chance opportunities. If you hold them to two for nine, that's pretty damn good, right? He shot seven for 10 on those opportunities in the first half. Like that, that's the difference right there. You staying, you staying locked in. And if you give up an offensive rebound, you don't have time to cry or wave your hands up or whatever. You have to stay locked in. That's what they did in the second half. And that was the major difference. In addition to that, 10 turnovers versus five turnovers bingo right that that's what i was going to say you said try is your key mine was going to be just please take care of the ball right like they're averaging 16 turnovers and losses and 12 and wins it's clear as day right there it, it, it is as clear as you could possibly make it and that 16 is down from whatever it was after the two losses beforehand because you only had 15 in this one right so as clear as day the problem is sitting in front of you. Don't turn the ball over. You win the game. It's Miami. Miami cannot score in the half court. They are literally incapable of scoring in half court sets against the Celtics defense. They've been awful. If you don't give them transition opportunities to get out and run and, and get there before Boston's defense gets set, they have no shot. And you've seen that. That's exactly what's happened over the course of the series. Game two, game four, and game five. Cut down the turnovers, 
Miami doesn't get those fast break chances. They can't score in the half court. They score what? 82 points, 80 points. And then what they score in game two, uh, 102. <clears throat> sure. So that that's the, uh, the worst one right there, but it's right there. It's right in front of you. Don't turn the ball over. You win the game. If it's the in the palm of your hand. It's yep. you it's, have it. And it's been the same story the whole series. The two games they've lost, it's been because they don't have any, they're not engaged. They weren't engaged in the third quarter of game one. They weren't engaged in the first quarter of game three. Those are the two quarters that lost you two games. They were real bad losses for one quarter. And you just can't do that to yourself. They weren't really even engaged in the first half of game five, but they were good enough defensively. Derek White was good enough to keep them in the game. He carried them, yes. (laughs) Him and Horford carried them. Without those two, they'd be screwed. What's what's up with Tatum, man? I mean, he pulled it back and he played well in the second half. Do you think he is injured and that's why he's shooting poorly? I mean, it's I don't think he's injured, injured in terms of something structurally is wrong. Something is bothering him. Yeah. I'm not overly concerned about it, especially if you take care of business in game six. You have five days rest. Yep. You have five. That's like your incentive right there. Forget the risk of losing a game seven. I'm sick of this goddamn injury report. I'm so hey. sick of it. And New England Baptist Hospital can kick rocks, the sponsor <laughs> of the injury report. I'm so sick of seeing you get advertisements. That is the <laughs> best investment. I mean, we should sponsor it. The Bannertown injury report. Yep. You know how much yep. views we would get? That is Funny. like, that might be as much as, as worthwhile as a Super Bowl ad. The amount of, you know, <laughs> run you get. And change it. I mean, I'll, I'll mention this here. We did change Bannertown Twitter. So if you are yes. listening to the podcast, make sure to hop on Twitter and follow us at From Rafters Pod. Uh, we couldn't fit the the in the handle. So that, that is why there's no the. Um, and From the Rafters was taken. So we are From Rafters Pod, F-R-O-M-R-A-F-T-E-R-S-P-O-D on Twitter. Uh, make sure to check us out there. Uh, you'll get the latest updates. I'll try to tweet out some clips and engagements and stuff so you get some news and everything in there as well uh but yeah thank you guys for listening anyways um yeah i I mean take care of business game six hope the mavericks take the warriors to seven and the warriors are gassed (laughs) right mate we're all luca fans of the celtics win game six i would hope i'm not Uh, you want the warriors to take care of business as soon as possible i don't don't really care i just think there's enough time in between series it's not really going to matter that much well, I, I think the more games you play in the, in the fin- uh, conference finals, sorry, the more tired you'll be in the finals. I mean, that's just how it works, even if you get a little break, obviously. But I, I would want – and I know you hate this argument. For, for basketball's sake, it'd be cool to see Luka take him deep. I mean, that'd be fun. I'll put it this way. Well, your team's not involved in the series, so it's fine. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly my point. But, but if I'm a Warriors fan, I'm telling you to go kick rocks. <laughs> Which is fair. You can tell me to kick rocks. I said this in a newsletter I wrote for Enjoy Basketball. Um, if there was any person on the planet to win the first 3-0 series in NBA history, it'd be Luka. That, it's just true. If there's any person in the NBA right now who you could look at and say, I wonder if they can win a 3-0 series. Like just for, from the place of storylines and who they are as a player – it's Luka Doncic. You could argue Giannis, but I, I would pick Luka. If I had to win a 3-0 series and pick one player to carry the team, Luka Doncic is my choice. So Which is I think crazy because he's not even in shape. And <laughs> he's that, in the shape like, he needs that, to be. That's in. how good he is. Like he, he doesn't even have to be in shape. 
He's not not in shape. He's in the shape he needs to be in. I may be in better place. shape than Luca is. Okay. In terms of what my body looks like. Stop. Cut that out immediately. I'm not saying I'm more athletic than Luca. I'm just saying I'm I just I, I might be in better shape than him. No shot. I uh, you won't you won't sell me on that argument for a second. Maybe Lowry then. Maybe I can sell you on that. No. Heat culture has not had either. its uh, effect on Lowry. He's you can't sell me on that either. You tell me Lowry's not in shape. No. What it is with Lowry. Like yeah, exactly. He's not not in shape. He's just built in a different shape than the rest of us. And I'll leave it at that. Feel like a pair. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Lowry's pissing me off. He was the, the lady. He'd be very desirable for a lot of men. Jesus. Uh, Larry's pissing me off in the first half of game six, man. Not that it mattered in the end. He's always pissing everybody it, off. That's it, his whole thing. I, I brought it up because I want to talk about the Mark Jackson moment. I assume you saw on Twitter and stuff. Mark Jackson. What did he say? So I think it was Jalen. Remember when Larry yeah, flopped the elbow and, and he Mark Jackson it. was like, uh, I know Mark Jackson on the commentary and they, they clipped it and put it on Twitter. It was like oh, Jalen Brown got away with an elbow there, and and, and they, they were all like, "No, he didn't." Immediately show the replay, and Jeff and Andy goes, "No, he didn't," and they all started laughing. It was really funny because Larry just clearly flopped because JB. He's an irritant, him, man. He's if he was on your team, you'd like him, and I don't like. He's him. Marcus. He's, not, he's he not is exactly what Marcus does. Yep. yep, exactly what he does. Not complaining. Just thought it was entertaining. Well, I was complaining because it's annoying when it's on the other team. But no, he he's he's annoying. That dude yes. loves hitting the floor. It does. So does Marcus Smart. Yeah, he does. He does. He but has an award for it. If you're a Timberwolves fan, you love it when Pat Bev does it. If you're a Warriors fan, you love it when Draymond does it. If you're a Celtics fan, Marcus, Heat, Lowry, every team has one. I can't think of a single team that doesn't have a player that does that. A single good team. How they play. Sure. Most teams have it regardless. It's just they're less prominent when your team's not winning games. <laughs> I'll put it there. What else did I have? There's something else I was I wanted to talk about, but I can't think of it right now. Did you have anything? Help me out here. Oh man, <laughs> not really. I'm like real tired. I'm not trying to rap just yet, but no, no, I don't no. have anything coming to me. It's, I it's had something question. I did want to bring up, but I couldn't. I can't think of it anymore. One second, one second. Bear with us, guys. I'm not going to cut this. I'm just going to keep rolling because I, I definitely did have something that I wanted to discuss. Um, but I can't. I don't know. Oh, I mean, I can bring this up. This isn't it, but uh, is Gabe Vincent the Goran Dragic of this series, Sam? Yeah, probably. <laughs> he, he's done a... just enough to just irritate you. Even in uh, game five, like he came in and made a couple of shots and made it close again. And it's like, just leave it alone, man. Yep. They, I, I, put I just a meme and it yes. was Goran Dragic in 2020 uh, in the bubble. Gabe Vincent in 2022, the same picture. Obviously, not as big of a deal, I guess, because the Celtics are winning, but definitely the same irritating. Well, then I said, thing. I mean, you could just put Goran Dragic from this year. He was still a pain in the ass. The dude <laughs> must have shot 60% of the series. That guy will not go away. Yep, he was. I did find a couple things. Uh, one was what I wanted to talk about, but the other one I'll start with. In the last 15 years, Sam, I'm sure you saw this. Oh, yes, I know what this is. Jason Tatum has more playoff wins than the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> but they also like <laughs> punted away what is it, six years, seven years of doing the process. I don't care. I don't care either. But I don't care. Just, Do you want to know why I don't care? 
Want to know why I don't care? Because Jason Tatum has been in the league for how long? Five years? Five years. So yeah. even in the last, like, Jason Tatum in the last five years has accumulated more playoff wins than the 76ers organization has in the last 15 years. I mean, so that's good. truly incredible. That's just what a phenomenal achievement. Now, I'll ask you this, because I know you're a Joel Embiid fan. You like Joel mm-hmm. Embiid. Yeah, I like him. Did he deserve to be on first team? All NBA. Uh, or yeah, probably you're allowed to use this as well. Do they need to change the way the voting is? Yeah. Just get rid of that. Players? That okay. is yes. A thousand okay. percent. Yes. Especially the way the game is today. Um, I mean, it's a position. Jesus Christ, Sam positionless game. Yes. Uh, can you believe <laughs> I do live, live stuff? Jeez, man. It's brutal. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm fine with the results. I just think Embiid should have been there. Who should have been off? I don't know. I think Tatum I mean, was high up in the voting. Was like Tatum was the Tatum was had he the, the sixth, last one, sixth most votes of any player. Uh, okay. In the league. So Embiid had more votes than him, but Embiid was the center. Well, I mean, I don't really care for any of that, anyways. I, it the the actual like trophy awards are the ones I would care about if I was a player. Like first team is cool and all. Well, you care about it when it determines your paycheck. But that that's that's come and gone for him. He said he said that's not a thing anymore. True, but I mean, you still like to be respected. Last year, he might care. And if you're the Celtics, you're happy they didn't make it last year. It's less money, (laughs) less money that goes towards one player, which I do not like when guys make an astronomical amount of money. I mean, how much is Lowry getting paid? Thirty million a year? Twenty-eight, roughly. Yeah, twenty-eight million. Is he worth that? No. Going forward, is he going to be worth that? No. How much is Jimmy Butler's like going to be at like fifty million? Fifty-two, I think he makes at the end. Is of the he country. worth that? No. Let me read it to you. So this year, Lowry gets twenty-six point nine. Next year, twenty-eight point three, and then twenty-nine point six eight in his thirty-nine-year-old season. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you're a player and you really want that much money, and you're like on, I mean, I guess if you're on the decline, it might be a little different, but. I mean, you can't be that serious about competing. Miami is a unique situation because they drafted well and they they picked mm-hmm. up like G League guys and developed them to where they can be rotational players and be effective. But if you're trying to put a team together, you can't have a guy just eating up all the money unless he's like a top five guy. $50 million right. for one guy is ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's a lot of money. And Jimmy Still Butler's wait. not one of those guys. I don't care how well he's played in the series or when he was healthy before this. It's just not the case. He's not Giannis. Are, man. He's not Luca. He's not KD. He's not. We, I think we did this. We did this a few years, uh, weeks back. Who would you give fifty million dollars to? Right? It's not we a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. So what, what was it again? I don't have the Giannis, list on me. Luca, uh, LeBron was not. Right on it. I said KD. Maybe it hmm. might be even shorter now. Tatum. In the situation they're in, the Celtics can do it for Tatum because he's going to be their guy going forward and he's also younger. I think I think the whole paying somebody a bunch of money is different when um they've always been on your team. Too. Trey, you drafted them. Not yet. I'm not paying Trey that much money yet. You're crazy. He was on your initial list. Don't call was me he? crazy. Yes, sir. Well, if you're doing it, you're crazy. I was crazy then. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking about it now and i'm just like what are you gonna do with that like that's a lot yeah. of money to be paying your list was and it might not have been a 50 mil i think it was four year max contract right i think now, it was like 30 something. 35 plus okay 
your list was Tatum, Giannis, Luca, KD, Ja, Ja, uh, Embiid, Embiid, Jokic, Booker, Trey Young. That's it. That was your list. It's still and short, you, and it should yeah. be short. And the people on the border, you said no to, or that I Mitchell. added, you said no to. Mitchell, Cat, Bam, Lamelo, Garland, oh, and Cade Cunningham. Yep. Nope. Not paying any of those guys. Is there anybody? This is just random. Uh, is there anybody in the next few years you think could get onto that list that you would give a max contract to? A big one. Yeah, it depends. Stingy. Like Trey Young, uh, who I have. I mean, I just if it's like thirty-five million, it's different. I just think that Jimmy Butler contract is so ridiculous, man. Fifty million dollars for one guy that's not the best player in the league. What are you doing? A lot of money. That's old. (laughs) It's on the decline. Who has knee issues? Fifty million. I even think the jaw. Thinking about it, jaw could be a problem because his whole game's athleticism. If he gets hurt, he's not going to be the same. I don't want him to get hurt. I like jaw. But if you're a GM, you got to think about that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, uh, we could go over. Do you want to do you want to do our playoff predictions reflection? Yeah, now, do or that. do you want to do it after the Eastern Conference Finals? Ends? Uh, yeah, do it after the final. The the finals are set. In that case, the last thing I wanted to talk about was your your boy Sam. We got some news. Ooh, your boy's no longer hurt, or he's making progress now. Oh, Zion. Yes, I did see your this. boy. He is. He is. What all, is the word? He was been cleared. On his progress. Recent imaging of Williamson's right fifth metatarsal showed continued improvement. Williamson has been cleared in his return to play progression without any restrictions. So Zion will probably, barring any other setbacks, uh, be playing next season uh, in full with the Pelicans. If Zion is healthy, what are the Pelicans in the West in your eyes? Six tops. At best, six? Yeah, I think so. I think they get get up to top four. No, I think they could be a top four team. Many good teams. I don't care. I think they'll be. A t- I mean, you think about this year. They were they made the playoffs. I know they didn't have the okay, right so to show up, but not to cut you off. But Utah is a team that's going to drop. Utah. Sorry, I coughed. Um, teams that I think will definitely be better than the Pelicans. The Warriors, I think, will still be better mm-hmm. than the Pelicans. I'm saying definitely be better than yep. the Pelicans. So yep, they'll put above them. I think the Grizzlies will be above them. And I mm-hmm. think the Suns will definitely be above them. Any team else I could see, I'm not saying will be bad, but I could see being up and down. I think the Mavericks and the Clippers and the Nuggets are the only other three teams I think I would almost be close to putting above them. So, I mean, at that point, I guess you could talk seven seed, but I really think they have a chance at top four. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I think they will, at bare minimum, be a play-in team. They're not going to miss the play-in again. I mean, they made it this year. Like they'll they'll be a top eight team. I'll put it that way. And I think they have a chance to sneak up into that top uh, home court advantage side. And that's high praise, obviously. But I mean, they were good this year. The second half of the season, they showed they were good. They're young. Yeah, they made so Zion want to lose weight. <laughs> exactly. Anymore. So they're only. Only improving. They have a top pick. The ability to make moves. I'm confident. Wait, in the, what in the what pick do they have? I think seven, eight, nine. Yeah, so that's fair. Forget about I think. That. I mean, you flip that and Devonte Graham or something for like a Jeremy Grant. I'm never not flipping it unless like, you really don't think the guy you get is any good. Why? 
because you don't really have to win now. Zion's how old? Yeah, but the Ingram's thing is, how old? It's not as simple as that because there's always a chance you don't hit the pick, right? Like, no, if, there is. If, that's what I mean. If you don't think the guy you got is really that great, like, fine. Well, that's why you. That's why you flip it beforehand. I'm saying. If there, I guess you could say if there's nobody they're sold on to be a big part of their future at that spot, you trade that for what? Jeremy Grant. Uh, <clears throat> maybe you get the Suns involved and you want to flip them. Jonas Valanciunas and hell, I don't know, Devontae Graham or or something like that with that pick for DeAndre Ayton. See if they bite. Uh, stuff like that. Stuff like that. I think I think you could make a, a decent win now move with that. Help they're already young corks. They already have a ton of young players they need to develop. So adding more could maybe add to that clog, right? You think Jose Alvarado, Trey Murphy, uh, Herb Jones, all mm. great young pieces. Obviously Zion's still only like twenty one. They've got a nice pipeline there. I th- I think you trade that pick for. One I just don't like Zion. I don't. I don't. I don't like the way he has handled himself as a player that has done nothing in the league. It's fair. It's fair. And I think that's very toxic. And it, it's not his fault. It's just the way the league has become with players trying to do everything. And I it's, also it's starting think... to kind of uh, shift back now. You see the top teams have all been kind of built, not, you know, yeah. teamed up. I also think maybe it's a hot take. He probably still was really injured. He probably did have an injury he was dealing with. No, I think he was injured, but he's also fat. Like, he was fat. He was big. I, I Yeah. I think some if of the you, pictures. If you get fat were, and you're like jumping on those knees, you're going to get hurt, and your feet are getting hurt. Brutal. Yeah, <laughs> yep. if you're a pro- professional athlete, like putting out excessive amounts of force on your lower body, of course you're going to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt he was hurt. I just think also in the playoffs, he's he might have been joking, but he said something like he was sitting and he was going to be a surprise. For, he was definitely joking. I'm making myself sound stupid, but he was saying like he was he sat game six and he was going to maybe try for game seven or something. <laughs> Zion? Yeah, I think I think he said that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he did too. I, I don't think he was ever going to, but uh, it was definitely entertaining. Uh, anyways, that's all I had for today. We did forty minutes. Sorry, this was probably not as Celtics focused as you guys might have wanted. I mean, they were Dude, so it's hard after they win. Expect <laughs> it, it's hard after they win. If they lose, like we have stuff to complain about. Yep. But really, like everything we've been complaining about was like played out right in front of your eyes yesterday yep they're not yep, trying okay they're not like pulling away with the game oh look they started to try and they completely dominated the game it's <laughs> that simple i've been screaming at the clouds all series that the Celtics should be able to control this and it looks like they finally figured it out that hey we are a level above this other team about time it's about time, man. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We always appreciate it. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at mm-hmm. from Raptors Pod. I'll have to add it on the graphic somewhere for YouTube. Uh, but yeah, I'll throw it over to Sam. Yes, thank you very much for listening or watching. Once again, follow at from Raptors Pod on Twitter. You'll get all the pods there. Um, if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to either Bannertown or Guy Boston. We'll be there for all these pods. If you're on Guy Boston, we do the pregame 30 minutes before every game if we have uh, enough bodies to do so. It's Jack, me, uh, KJ, or Tim. Usually an assortment of us four will be there. We've also come up with the idea of doing halftime. We did one for game five. It was a lot of shout fun. Out, I was fired up. Yes, Recommended Matt. Viewer. Uh, what's his last name? Henderson? Matt Henderson, shout out. Yes, he's always in the chats. Uh, message Jack about it. We were like, yeah, we'll do it. Uh, 
what else are we doing? We're sitting there. I don't want to watch the halftime. Anyways, that was a lot of fun. And if you missed it, check it out because I mean, we we actually like had some good talking points. I mean, they did everything we talked about. So maybe they yeah. listened. Maybe we, he we were kind of on the nose, which feels good. Um, but if you're listening on a streaming service, make sure you follow. You'll get all the latest podcasts. Uh, if Jack doesn't tweet them, he did tweet the last one. We are back on the right track. And I'm sure they will be coming Going. up the, from the Raptors podcast account. Yes, sir. So make sure you follow there because that's where they'll be coming from. If you really don't want to follow, like we'll retweet them. But follow the account follow. because Come I'm on. sure there's going to be all kinds of stuff coming from there. Uh, make sure you follow Jack at Jack's Mon NBA. He's writing all kinds of articles. He's working on all kinds of websites. So if you want all the latest Celtic stuff, he will be putting it out. And if you want to see me complain or whatever I'm doing, you can follow me at Santa. That's our show for today. Check, tackle. Come on. Tackle. 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 T